Ah, no, the corn! Paul Newman's gonna have my legs broke. Paul Newman's most definitely going to break some legs if these golfers are going to be hacking away in those cornfields. You want some apple picking, some pumpkins? How about some watermelons? Do they grow watermelons down in Mississippi? I don't know. But this is a Sanderson's Farm preview, and the cut line's got your back. We are headed down to Mississippi, where the PGA will tackle the Country Club of Jackson. It's where we should add, like, a... Johnny Cash sound bit. And the cut line is going to give you the most detailed and entertaining PGA podcast out there. And that's the truth. But first, hello Canada, hello Australia, hello USA, hello UK. Hello to our friends in Lithuania, the Netherlands, New Zealand, Germany, Sweden, Switzerland, Cornwall, Ireland, South Africa. Uh, let's not forget the state of Indiana. We don't like you. And a special shout out to our new leader in city listenership, Shenick Taddy, New York. Shenick, Shenick, Taddy. How do they say stuff like that in the East Coast? Shenick Taddy. Shenick Taddy. Shenick Taddy. All right. To our new listeners. Do me a favor, will you? Do you mind washing off that perfume before you come back to our table? Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And to our returner, returning listeners, we love it that you are back, that you're here, and that you're with us with the most interesting, provocative show available for PGA Golf. Cutline continues to do great things for fantasy sports, and growing your bankroll on a weekly basis is just one of them. But we are sure and certain that we could not do this without the Sony Walkman and here's a word from our sponsor. You really feel the music with the Sony Walkman. The Sony Walkman is a tiny stereo cassette player with truly incredible sound. Put on a Walkman and see the world in a whole new light. Sony Walkman. The Walkman from Sony, the one and only. That's right. When I'm building lineups and I really need to get in the zone, I don't grab an MP3 off my computer mm-hmm. or my cell phone. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. I grab a Sony Walkman and I rock that cassette tape. Look, there's no better way to focus on building your lineups than with a Sony Walkman. And with my vintage headphones, I am in the zone. I am locked in. You want to make $1,500 the easy way, the way I do it, the Sony Walkman. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Wah, wah. Welcome to the Cutline. I'm Michael Cavalunas at Lunas on Twitter. Your host with the most kick-ass names for his co-host. Speaking of that guy, the swing looks like a question mark, a ball flight that benefits a fairway that is as dry as these jokes. Yikes. My tie Manafort to Mulligan Manafort, zero iron Zach, the Zach attack, not Zach Putnam, not Zach Johnson. No, he's Martin Pillar's ever so casual fan, the number one fan, in fact. His drive slice right, but his picks are right on. Zach Manafort at EaglesFan83 on Twitter. Hello. Hello, Zach. What's happening? Nothing, man. Dude, I dropped the ball last week, didn't I? No, I wouldn't say that. Uh, I was things happen. No, uh, it wasn't a thing. I was tired. I just I I, <laughs> hey, I dropped the ball. I, eh. I don't blame you. It, it happens. It's a false swing. It's alright. It's inexcusable. How was last week? How'd you do? Nah. I did not play last week because it actually worked out very well because I just didn't have time at all to make any lineups during the week and I didn't want to rush it. So I just decided to skip it. 
Nice. Alright, well, you know what? I'm going to go to my good, bad, the ugly. Just because it's one of my favorite parts of this show. And the good, yeah. the good, we're going to go with Jinjun Jang, who I touted up as a big, 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 awesome play. Finished tied for 11th last week. He was the good. Yeah. He was the good. Alright, now I normally would call this call the, the ugly, but I'm going to go with the bad. Will Zalatoris finishing tied for 8th. I did a fade of him just because of his pricing, and he's going to be so chalky. Yeah, I had I had him marked as being very overweight, so I would have done well. Um, and that that would have been the bad, but the ugly that caused like I, I played forty lineups last week, twenty seven of them because of this this guy whose tour card needs to be revoked is Will Gordon. Yes. Oh my god! And you know what? I didn't. I I must have made a mistake when I was running ownership because I only had him at like 18, 19%. The guy was like 30 something percent owned. Oh, that hurts. I know. So not only that, not only, not only did I, did I fuck up ownership, but like the guy just fucked up my lineups. It was really, ah, it's bad. <laughs> and I like, I'm, I'm ranting and raving on Thursday because he starts off like minus three. Yeah. And I'm like, you're a PGA pro. You're on, uh, frustrated i'm like revoke the card take it away take, take it away take it away they should do that and they won't do that but they should they should all right now the cut line is here to bring you in depth draft king's <laughs> analysis the sanderson forbes tournament at the country club of jackson we're gonna do the best we can <laughs> i like this guy to make sure that you're cashing big on Sunday, we'll be sure to bring in timely wax, greenside satin traps, and a putt that might drop in through the back door. Oh, yeah. And now the goal of the cut line is to make sure that you're creating the best lineups, winning lineups, lineups that are kicking ass and taking names and scoring big with everyone's favorite six of six golfers through the cut line. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Damn good. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. Vegas. <laughs> let's go. Vegas time. The, the Vegas. Um. Wait, 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 wait. We've got to run the intro. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I was jumping the gun here. I was about to. I had some things, but. Let's do the thing. Let's do the thing. All right. Wait, 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 wait for it. Wait for it. Wait for it. Wait for it. You're Nick Papagiorgio. You're from Yuma, Arizona. You're into software. I never kid about money. And you never walk away from the table when you're on a heater. So so this is the cut right, line. This is the cut line's Vegas segment. No laying up. Uh, none. None. No laying up in this Vegas segment. None. Zero. <laughs> We're, we're going to give you punt plays, betting plays that we like, and uh, it's all good. And we like to uh, not run fancy intros, t- timely intros like we like we normally do. I'm excited. All right, I mean, you're so anxious. Go ahead. You're like, go ahead. Uh, uh, Benny on. Benny on. I don't care. 31. I just feel like he's better than most of these people up top in this field. And to him priced under guys like Sam Burns and... Sebastian Renault's is just criminal. So thirty to one, I'm all about it. Okay, I, I like that call. I mean, I'll, I'll take it because I don't think I'm going to play him in DFS. But you know where I'm going to go? I think it's a little bit better. Who? Henrik Stenson. I don't disagree. Forty-five to one looked yep. really like kind of normal last week, even though the guy's just getting older in, in years and obviously losing a little bit. But a T for twenty-first last week, obviously showing maybe something is. Uh, returning back to normal potentially for Stenson and I just think that you know he's never played here before but the course is so easy yeah and unfortunately we don't have like strokes gain data for last week's at Corrales but um you know the last two we do and that's miscut miscut of course and and just bad golf for Stenson but I'm gonna do it just because you know it's a good number on someone who has a good pedigree at 45 to 1 gonna take it I don't hate that at all. I like that play. I like it a lot. A fact. I like it a lot. Uh, I'm going to go with the guy you hate and 
I don't know why. I just think it's an easy course, and he can do well here. Is Sergio Garcia at seventy to one? I understand understand he can't putt, but seventy to one on an easy course for Sergio. I think he can he can pull this off. Come on. Hmm. I mean, yep. I mean, he's off the list. Remember. You played him. I know he's off the list. He's off the uh, I know. No, no playlist. He, he, <clears throat> I, know. I, I know. He got kicked off. I, I also like RCB at seventy to one. Speaking of guys who can't putt, but he did putt well last time, uh, last week, two weeks ago. Okay. So, the U.S. Open gained eight strokes putting. So yeah, there we go. All right, I like it. A guy who is going to be popular everywhere at thirty to one, Sebastian Munoz. <sighs> Why not? I'd rather play. I'd rather play Sam Burns. I, I mean, I, I will play Sam Burns, but for just an outright win, I like, yeah. I like Munoz at 30-1. to 1. It's such an easy field. Why not? True. Truth. So. The truth is in the pudding. Um, I think there's a lot of value here for these guys to make strong runs. Anyone who's above 50-1. to 1. Like, even looking at Griot and, and Luke List and Siwoo Kim at 50-1. to 1. Pat Perez is 55-1. to 1. Which I find insane. Corey Connors is thirty-five to one. I know. So, boy. so like, there's a lot of guys you're gonna have to sift through. Um, Sungjae, in my mind, is at sixty to one is a solid play. Scotty Scheffler at eleven to one. I just don't think that's worth it. How much do you have Sungjae? What's your book say? I got him at sixteen to one. Oh, that's better than me. I have him at twelve to one. All right, I, I like sixteen. That's a good. That's a good price. I'm on. Uh, I'm on Bovada, but we can go over to. Uh, let's go over to DraftKings. I'm on my DraftKings Sports. I'm on my bookie. So you have your own bookie. Yeah, it's mine. Mine, 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 mine. Rosella Torres is also 16 to 1. I wonder if people which, are oh, thank sick you. of that joke yet. Mm-mm. 16 to 1 on, uh, on DraftKings. Yeah, okay. That's about right. Hmm. So, going to long shots, anyone in here that you really think is worth it? Like, I like Gooch. Seriously? I like Gooch. Gooch, 100 to 1. He got he T14 here in 2019 and T30 in 2018. I mean... So maybe like a, he's playing better than he was maybe then. Maybe top five, top ten for Taylor. Like we got him at sixteen to one, eight to one. I mean, Hudson Swafford won last week. Come on. Last week's field was a joke. At least this week's field has. This some. is true. This week's field is pretty good. I mean, it's not good. It's just it's, it's way better, better than the garbage that yeah. we saw last week. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, I honestly, honestly wouldn't mind betting the hundred to one Johnny Vegas comebacker. Ugh, that that is so Vegas. John Vegas, right? To like, I'm glad I didn't play last week because I had all the Vegas lined but up. But he would just he blew everyone's lineups apart last week and can easily come back and just kick ass here. Yeah, I mean, I can see it, but eh. what about Scott Stallings top twenty? What do you think? Yeah, I saw that. I, you know, that drew my attention, but I didn't take it. Um, I most definitely would think that. A bet I'm seriously going to consider is Vaughn Taylor, and that would be really be like top five, top ten. Really, I mean, yeah, I can see that. I guess so. I don't know. It's it's it's. We got some good numbers on some um, guys, but I don't think these are really going to change that quickly. Um, I would be conscientious of what you want to do with with this week, just because it's a wide open field. It's another scoring track. Putting plays a big factor. You know, I'm going to look at names that have won on tour before, been very successful on tour before, like Tringale. It's another name I'm going to look at and probably do a deeper dive when it, when it comes to betting this week. Yeah. But we'll see. I, I think I need to do a, a much deeper dive on some of these lower-end guys to see if they even really have a legitimate shot. Deep. Especially at, like, 201 odds for some of these guys, the top five, top ten. I'm putting up another bet on RCB right now. Oh, you're, you're just betting like crazy right now, huh? Yeah, I am. I actually, I really like RCB after looking at his putting. I'm, I'm all about it. Sorry. <laughs> I've been down that road before. <laughs> Live streaming the bets. RCB, 70 to 1. I probably bet him down to 65. With it. I keep going. Dude, it's such a matchup weekend, though. It is. I, I wish, I wish we recorded the show on like Thursday night. And yes. like gave all the matchup bets and like, man, every freaking weekend I'm close to hitting like massive parlays. Um, like matchups are so easy. Most of the time, yeah, they're pretty solid. But you get good odds. You can easily find the ones that are screwed up. Yeah. All right, I think we're good. You ready to move on? 
I think so. Yeah, we're good. Let's go. All right. So, Zach, it's Wednesday night. Lineups lock the next morning. They sure do. Technically, for you, it's still. Uh... Oh no, it's 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 Thursday morning by the time it happens. What, yeah. What, what are you gonna be doing Wednesday night? Wednesday night. Let's see what's on my calendar. Do, 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 do. I you like that sound effect. Mm-hmm. By the way, I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep it. Um, so I have a nice evening experiment to go see some constellations with my daughter Wednesday night. So it's not exciting. That it's not an exciting week where I'm gonna go try to kill myself by accident. But it is a family bonding night where I'm going to enjoy some quality time. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> so there. I'll be gazing at the stars while you gaze upon the numbers. Well, that is so warm and, and kind-hearted and family-focused <laughs> that anything I mention now is just just disrespectful. But I'm going to do it anyway. Do do it. You need leverage. <laughs> I know I'm going to be checking out FanShare Sports. And even with my own personal ownership projections... I know a second opinion is incredibly important. The guys I trust fans share sports. Why? Because I do the ownership of fans share sports. Yeah. Woo! Man, I'm at Woo! kicking ass, man. So if you're not nine, subscribed, nine 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 percent. If you're not subscribed, there's an easy fix. Go to fansharesports.com. Put in all your information, like your name, all that good stuff. Then in the discount code, write the word CUTLINE and you'll get 20% off your monthly membership. Remember, ownership is not a leverage to be belittled. Nah. How are your lineups doing? Probably pretty bad if you're not using our ownership. Anyways, this fall swing rolls on into what is already the beginning of a strange year. Because we are planning the Sanderson Farms earlier than normal this year but this course brings new challenges for savvy veterans and brand new faces this pays out the top 65 golfers worth 6.6 million dollars and 500 fedex points at hand this is a shootout course and we've seen scores as low as 21 under whoo that's low Mm. many of these golfers are from the corn Ferry tour but there are a few still who have their pga tour card Zach, what are our golfers looking at this weekend? Woo! Sanderson Farms, par 72, just under 7,500 yards. And it's not hard, but it's not really that easy either. So it ranked 26 out of 49 courses graded last year. So, you know, right in the smack dab in the middle. Greens are Bermuda, and they are historically fast greens. So keep that in mind as you build your lineups on what you want to do with that filter. There's four par threes ranging from 181 all the way, I'm sorry, from 168 all the way to 223. There are 10 par fours and there are four par fives with one ranging in at 612 yards. So that's a long doozy, but there is a drivable par four that is 330 yards. So there you go. Uh, so we're looking at average green sizes of 6,200 square feet, which is, you know, kind of in the middle there. Seven water hazards, 56 bunkers, and short rough. So missing the fairway, uh, which is quite common here is not really penalizing so you don't really need to worry about driving accuracy or driving distance just hit the damn ball so what are am i looking at this year and i had to take in consideration some weather so we're changing the time of year it really kind of lines up with what we saw last year as far as weather goes so it doesn't look bad at all there's no rain in the forecast at all between now and monday so even if it slides left or right a day you're not going to be penalizing yourself by missing something the wind it doesn't look that bad thursday is calm Friday, we might see some high winds, some high gusts, but it's pretty much sporadic throughout the day. So nothing to really worry about. And then Saturday and Sunday is more than the same. Sunday looks actually like if it sticks, two to three mile an hour winds and two mile an hour gusts. So there is be no, <laughs> no edge on Sunday. Uh, weather is, you know, perfect golf weather, really. From low, I would say, yeah, in the 60s to the upper 80s, pretty much throughout the day. So pretty much a great weekend for golf. So putting that all together, what I'm looking at, I'm looking at Bermuda court, Bermuda greens uh, with fast greens. I'm taking strokes, ugh, I can't talk today. Strokes gained approach, strokes gained ball striking, JRS gained, scrambling, strokes gained, T2 green, and for your better gain because this will be 
a course that usually ends around 18 to 20 under for the winner. So relatively high scoring um, from what we saw last year. And that's really where I'm focusing all, all my effort this week. It's, it's not a particularly hard one to dissect, but that's it. Okay. Okay. What you got? What you got? I am looking at ball striking, stroke gain, tee to green, approach, birdie or better gained, opportunities gained, but Ooh. but doing something I don't normally do, and I really only do it at this tournament specifically. Don't you dare say putting. I overweight in value putting. Nice. And it's literally the only tournament where I even put putting in my main model. Um Everything else just kind of appears kind of like average to the field. I mean, average to a field like in any tournament. So you're not looking at any advantages with guys who are accurate off the tee, you know, the approaches, the guys who could scramble. There's really just no stat here that stands out. So I'm most definitely going to use putting to the best of my ability to to look for those standouts on my my own. And that's what I'm going to look at, man. I, I think it's important here more than any other course and that putting is just kind of key i think the other thing that i'll wait the most will be driving distance just because they're historically going to have like wedge shots coming in and i think obviously you're going to be able to score better if you can hit the ball farther Fair enough. further farther further farther farther all right let's break it down breaking it down these two putts from victory only needs one. Ooh, got a member's bounce there, boys. That's birdie all day long. So this takes us to the cut lines, birdie or better segment, where Zach and I will break down each tier golfer all the way up from the top, top, top 10K range, 11K range, down to the 7K range. A lot of golfers in this range. The zone. All right, man. Let's do it. Let's break it down. Let's do it. Who do you got in this top tier? Ugh. Ugh. Uh, guys are too expensive. But I, you know, everyone's on the Will's All Taurus train. I got it. No thanks. Um, I'm going straight down to Benny on at 10K. And I think he's just going to surprise people. He missed the cut at the U.S. Open. Really haven't seen him much. 12th BMW, missed cut at the Northern Trust. But he did play here last year, and he surprisingly did very well and finished third. Um, he's got some time off, you know, about a week in between. His, I mean, really, he hasn't played a full round of golf since the BMW five, five weeks ago. Um, I just think he comes out fresh, fresh leg, ready to play. He, he fits the course well. Uh, over his last 50 rounds on Bermuda Greens that are fast, he ranks number one for me. And it's fourth in approach, fifth in ball striking, fifth in scrambling, third in stroke gain, two degree, and seventh on birdies of better game. So I'm all over Benny on at 10K. That's that's where I'm going to start my lineups this week uh, if I don't drop all the way down to the lower nine Ks. Okay. I, I don't I, – I, I will play some Benny on. I just don't think I can make him a core play. That's kind of like where I'm at on him. That's fair. He, there's just too much. I, I, he's he is the epitome of a GPP play, right? Yeah. And and I just I don't know I just can't get there to where I'm going to say hey I'm gonna play you Benny on as a core play all weekend long. I think I'll have a lot of them, but I, I just there's only so much Benny I can take. <laughs> I don't blame you. Um, but. But like you said, like there's there's a lot of options up here, and I think I'm gonna go straight to Sunjay. I'm going right back to the Terminator. Uh, it it yeah. makes no sense for you not to. I mean, again, everyone's gonna be on Will Zalatoris, and he's been amazing. Don't get me wrong. Sure. Like I don't think he's finished like outside the top fifteen on the Corn Ferry Tour, and then you look obviously at his record here on 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 PGA and he's, and he's, he's back to backing all these tournaments with top 10 finishes. Like yeah. Zalatoris makes sense. He's going to garner a lot of ownership, but I'm just going to go with the pedigree of Sung Jae who is phenomenal on Bermuda grass, by the way. And, Truth. and it's obviously since, since we've not since the restart, but since these last couple of weeks, 22nd at the U S open 11th at the tour championship, 
obviously has taken time off since then to kind of recharge the batteries, maybe fix some swing flaws. I'm going to go straight to Sung JM. I mean, he's fourth in good drives gained, 14th in the field, T to green, 16th in ball striking. But the key stat for me, first in birdies are better gained. First in birdies are better gained. You want the scoring here. Great on Bermuda. I'm going to take a ton of Sung Jay. Hey, I, see, I see the appeal. Uh, I can't do it because I'm just not, not going up there this week, but I don't I don't hate it at all. He, he made me, he's number three in, my, in the model I got. I don't know how you're not going to go there. I just, I'm not, I don't know. I'm not sold on his return to form. Although it is an easy course, so I can see it, but no, I'm just not. I'm just going to put all my, my eggs in one basket here in the 10Ks. <clears throat> I mean, it's not like Usti, who dropped, who was going to burn everybody. Right, and that's kind of sad because I was hoping he would stick around, but Because, oh well. yeah, by the way, if you don't know, Ustuzin uh, withdrew. Out. He's out. He's out. Um, because I guess the field's too easy and he didn't want to miss the cut. But. <laughs> <laughs> True. Um, I, he's it. He's it. If I'm going to make a core play up at this at this price range, Sung JM is it. He's got the pedigree. I'm not going to fall for that Scheffler trap. And I'm not saying that Scheffler won't make the cut, but but that guy is terrible on Bermuda Greens. Not going to do it. Like, and we'll get into that later, literally. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, but no, not going to go that route. Nope. No, thanks. All right. So, so let's go down the 9K range. Yeah. Um, Tons of options here. Now, this is a completely different story than that upper range. Who do you got? I'm going with tried and true. He's been, I've been riding him pretty much all season. When I do, he pays off. It's Corey Connors at 9,200. Uh, missed the cut here last year, but came in second in 2019 and 65th back in 2018. But I would say arguably he's playing, uh, besides the last two awful weeks of back-to-back missed cuts, he's been playing pretty well. I mean, I don't like that he's priced at 9,200. It's a little bit high for my liking, but... Just looking at his performance in these types of courses, he grades out number nine for me overall. Uh, ninth in approach, second in ball striking, second in JR's game, fifth in strokes game, two to green. Struggles scrambling, but the up and down here isn't really that hard, so I'm not that concerned about it. So I think a lot of other guys in this range will probably garner more ownership, but I want Con- I want Connors here. I'm going to go off. I think I'm going to go off the wall here, uh, but I like it. All right. I mean, you look at this 9K range for me, Munoz, I love him. Sam Burns, I love him. Redmond, I love him. Zach Johnson, I love him. Adam Long, love him. And Harmon, love him. And, of course, the 9K guys I don't like are going to come in lower owned, and that's Dylan Fratelli, Corey Connors, Ches Reby, and Luke List. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel, though, that those are 9K guys you still should play and should consider. Corey Connors is a solid play. Unfortunately, we're like the things I'm looking at this week, those guys in that top 9K range. By the way, all all these guys that I just mentioned, all those 9K guys, they're all in my freaking top 25 in my confidence. Yeah, confidence. But I think the thing that separates the top tier of that 9K range versus like the bottom tier, I think with the lone exception of Dylan Fratelli, is that Corey Connors is not a great Bermuda putter. That's true. Reeve's not. Luke List is not. And Fratelli, you could argue, is, but may not potentially have those metrics and that scoring that we're looking for on this course to to get you through four rounds of a DraftKings weekend. Versus, like, Adam Long absolutely can. Like, in my scoring model, ranks 27th. Brian Harmon ranks 32nd. 21st in Bermuda and my putting ranker, right? The only guy who I would consider is, like, not a scorer of that top tier that I just mentioned is Zach Johnson. And he still ranks like top fifty in my scoring model. Yeah. So Sam Burns is gonna be chalk this weekend, and and that is a red flag. You don't play chalk, Sam Burns. No. And he's been no. playing awesome. True. So like, you're looking at Sam Burns with a 28th finish at Corrales, seventh at the Safeway. Like you are just looking and itching for just a crash and burn, right? Yeah, I don't want. I I can't do it. Um, and and right now at twenty five percent plus ownership in my first run through, like it's it's Ooh. scary looking, how much ownership he's looking to garner. No thanks. So, um, yeah, I, I, 
I think you're looking for opportunity, right? And the best guy who's going to take the most with his opportunities, who's probably going to still get some ownership, is, is Doc Redman. Ugh. I mean, he is, right? I like, I know you never can yeah. play Doc Redman, but think about it. I can't. I can't. I can't play him for 9,700. That's too high. It's too damn high. Yeah, but look at the field. I don't care. It feels good. It's not good. <laughs> Better than Doc Redman at nine seven hundred. I could keep, like most of the guys below him should be above him. It's not a good field. Ugh. Come on, you know that. No, it's better than this. It's not a good field. It's better than Doc Redman at nine seven hundred. All right. So if you need to pivot from Sam Burns, I'm most definitely going to say uh, Sebastian Munoz is your play. He's fourteenth at my putting model. Twentieth in opportunities gained. Third in birdie or better gained. Struggles in approach, but again, like he's he's not like that's the flaw in his game is that approach, you know, the approach. And, and I'm gonna risk that with Sebastian Munoz on an easy course. Um I think you then go Doc Redman. Burns is gonna be up there, but it's just I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do this Sam Burns like <laughs> like chalk bandwagon. I can't I can't uh-uh. I can't buy into that. And he'll make the cut, right? Sure. But then he'll just oh, yeah. then he'll just burn you on Saturday or Sunday. No, I want a piece of it. So, I mean that that pretty much does it for for the nine K range. I think everyone's in play. You're just gonna have to sift through the data and sift through your, through who you think's the favorite. Like I like Corey Connors, love him, love Ches Revy, love him, love Luke List, and it's just piecing together lineups that are unique. Yeah, no, I completely agree. And I think the talent of the field at this point is just they're going to load up on these balanced builds in this 9K range. It's not a Stars and Scrubs week. No. 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 The bottom's ugly. Ugly. All right. The 8K range. Um, I kind of mentioned him in the betting segment, but I'll I'll briefly mention him again. It's it's Henrik Stenson. I think he's found something. Um, And when you look at a golfer like with a resume – on PGA Tour, Stenson fits the bill more than any golfer in this field, and I think I think it's he's worth a shot. Not a core play, but most definitely worth a play. It's a plenty of lineups. I absolutely agree, hundred percent. I think I think it's a great call. I, I will have plenty of Mr. Stenson. So his numbers are a little skewed because you're going to look at like overall recent play, which has been terrible. But if you look at like his historical uh, play. He ranks second overall in my overall stat model in the last 50 rounds. So that, that says a ton here for um, the history of Henrik Stenson. Hopefully he's found something since coming back from from COVID here. Um, historically, when he was younger, it was a scorer. So I'll take it here. I'll take it here with Stenson at 8,900. Yeah, I don't blame me at all. I will have, I'll have pieces of him as well. All right. Who, who else do you like in this range? Uh, I like Pat Perez at 8,500, coming off a of 21st last week at Corrales, and ninth at the Safeway, and then withdrew from the Northern Trust, but obviously that's behind him now. Never played here before, but uh, I'm okay with it, because really when I plug him into the, the, the gonculator here, he comes out ranking number 14th overall for me, and that's he's pretty far down the list to be on number 14. Uh, and it's really because his birdie better gains 28, Trove Cantita gains 29, Jarrett gains 26th, I mean, solid overall golfer, which I shouldn't have trouble with this field as much as you would anticipate. Um, he's the best surface he puts on is also Bermuda, and he does the best on easy and calm courses. So, to me, he fits it all. Uh, so, I will have quite a bit of Mr. Pat Perez at, what is he, 84, 80, yeah, I forgot how much he was now, 8,400? 8,500, 8,500. I like that. I most definitely like Pat Perez. I, I think though eventually he's gonna get talked up. Oh yeah, I mean, um, that's but fine. we'll see. We'll see how that skews ownership. Right now he's at single digit ownership. A lot of these eight K guys are just because a lot of guys are going up at the nine K range. You can't afford it both. Yep. And I think they're taking two of the of the of the nine K range and just skipping the eights, going down to the sevens. So I think it's a contrarian build to go to this eight K range and maybe start here and take three or four of these guys. Um, it's an option, I think, to diversify your lineups. I think th- the other 8K guy that I want to mention, though, is is Cam Davis. And yeah. Cameron Davis getting chatted up everywhere. 
Um, which is okay. Like sometimes you have to eat chalk. Like you can't just fade all great plays. And confidence ranking, he ranks number seven. My aggregate ranking, number five. He's top ten in the overall stat model. You know, struggles traditionally with putting, but we've seen in the last twelve rounds a successful Cameron Davis on Bermuda. Um, so that's promising. In terms of the score, he's an elite talent and elite scorer on the course. Like ranks in the top ten, and like he's made the four, he's made the cut in four straight events, like t- tied for twelve, tied for fifteenth, 29th, and thirty sixth. So I'm totally gonna take a lot of shots at Cameron Davis. I know it's gonna be chalky, and I'm okay with that. I'll eat this chalk here. I think it's a good, solid, safe play. Oh yeah, there's no doubt about it. I, I know he's on my lineups as well. I'm sure as he gets talked up, I'll take the ownership. I got guys up top that'll probably be well. Well off the, the field, so I'll leave it here as well. So then the last AK guy I'm going to mention here is Bud Cauley. Bud Cauley. Bud Cauley always struggles on on Bermuda, but he's decent enough to where I will play him. Um, if you look at him, 16th in opportunities gained in the field, 10th in approach. 49th in birdies are better gained, and that concerns me like for the long run, like the long haul, all four, uh, all four days. And Bermuda being his... his his best putting surface, even though he still loses strokes gained on putting because he's a terrible putter. But that that's it's part of GPP play, right? You're gonna have to take flyers yeah. on some of these guys. Um, and then you look at his recent form, 14th at the Safeway. I like seeing that. Yeah, I don't hate that. So, um, yeah, that really does it for me up in this in this 8K range, which which is kind of weird because like it's just it's not loaded with talent, but it's loaded with names that you know, you can play and that, that I usually like to potentially, you know, load up on like Siwoo Kim, for example. Yeah, it is lacking some, some, some solid plays. These are all kind of speculative. It's like, it's lacking the quote unquote star power, right? It is. They're all shoved up in the nine Ks. Um, and, and then it's, that's field. Um, I don't know if I'm going to go back to Jin Jin Jang. No, I think his time has come. And, I think a lot of people are because of the tied for 11th, but <sighs> yeah. I mean, when you're hot, you're hot, right? True. Momentum as well. We'll see. Check in with me on Twitter if you want to know on Wednesday. Twitter. All right, 7K range. 7K range. Uh, I'm going to start with a guy who I bet a little bit, the RCB. Um, I don't know why. But when I plug in fast Bermuda Greens, he comes out number six in the whole shebang. And that's 50 graded rounds with six in birdie or better gain, 12th in ball striking, 10th in strokes gain, two to green. He has never played here, at least since early 2016, so a little bit of a red flag, but that's okay. I'm okay with it. Uh, 23rd at the U.S. Open, where he was doing well with his putter, and that's pretty much it. Uh, same thing with the Safeway. Uh, but the Wyndham, he showed that he had a little bit in the tank with off the tee game. So all he has to do here is play better than he has been, and he'll outperform most of this terrible field, as you put it. Uh, I love RCB at 70, what is he, 7,600 here. And I will have quite... Get it together. So I also think I also think he has it, I also think he comes in like low on this week. I agree. I, I, think, I think he comes in... Like, if I'm going to eat the chalk in the 8K, which is fine, and I'm going to take Corey Connors in the 9Ks, which will also be lower on, and I take RCB here in 7K, who's going to be lower on, like, I could eat chalk almost everywhere else and still be, like, well differentiated from everybody else. Well, I think the 7K range is so big that unless you're going to Taylor Gooch or... uh... Or Tringale. I can't believe Tringale is going to be double-digit chalk, but fine, he is. And or up to, um, but Charlie Hoffman. To be fair, there's. I mean, there's really not anybody in this in the seven K range besides like four or five guys that I want to play. I mean, you could go with course horse JT Poston. I I like him too, and that's fine. I, and, and again, I could eat the chalk there and still be fine. Tringale, sixteenth, fiftieth, fifty-third. Lucas uh, Lucas Glover's AK. I do like Lucas Glover's AK. Well, why didn't you mention him when we talked about the AK guys? Come on, man. I didn't like him enough to mention him, but I liked him. I like him. We don't play it safe on this show, Zach. He's not safe. 
It was Clark. Yeah, but you you gotta go step out on a limb and give these listeners your your, your uh, RCB Corey Connors conviction plays. Gooch. Who else you want? Ev- Corey Connors. Everybody, man. My conviction. Everybody, play. I want your fucking list out. My there. whole lineup so far is less than five percent on. <laughs> no. Uh, RCB is gonna be less than three, maybe f- maybe four. Corey Connors would be like eight. Who, who else? Who did I say that, that also is going to be low? I gave it an 8K guy. Oh, I didn't, I didn't say him because I, I changed my mind. I was going to say Sergio Garcia, and I, and I passed. I passed. All right. No, I... I, I you I, take a 7K No, dude, dude, I, I, I agree with you on the RCB call. I, I like it. I'll have him. I don't know if he'll be a core player or not. I still got to build, and my dumbass doesn't really build until Wednesday night, but so what? Um, it's the right way to do things. Uh, I'm going to start with just the top three at the top of the 7K board. So that's Charlie Hoffman, Denny McCarthy, Chesson Hadley. Um, all rank well in my putting model. All rank well in my scoring model. All of them rank well in my approach model. And then in my overall stat model, Charlie Hoffman's number three. Chesson Hadley's number 12. And where it's kind of coincidental here is Denny McCarthy is number 57. Wow. But when I look at all my metrics here with these guys in this top range, that's the other only number that stands out for me. Because he's still like top 35, all three of those guys in my confidence. Um, they all project top 35 in my projections model. And of course, Vegas loves him too. Um, Chesson Hadley's got a little bit lower of a score, I guess, in terms of his ranking. He ranks 30th, while the other two rank top 20. So, um, and I know Data Golf on their skill projections has Hadley losing strokes. So he's most definitely not going to be a core play. But these top three guys most definitely are guys that I have interest in this week. Am I going to be able to get them all in? I don't think so because I don't think I'm going to be playing that aggressive this weekend. But um, if I could fit in one over the other, I think I'd rank it like literally how they're priced with, with Hoffman, then McCarthy, then Hadley. Uh, Hoffman, then McCarthy. Then... Uh, I would go McCarthy, then Hoffman, honestly. Just of course history wise, but that I mean it's splitting here. Yeah, and, and ultimately that's it. But um, I I think Hoffman fits this course better than McCarthy does. I could see it. I could see it either way. But with the with like you said, we're just splitting hairs at this point. Um, other guys I like in this seven K range. Love me some Tringale. I'm going to go right straight to him. And I know he's going to be nope. popular, but that's okay. The other popular guy that I was really hoping I could get as a sleeper <laughs> was Ventura. But Ooh, I didn't think about apparently that. our industry is getting way too smart and people are going to be playing him because right now I'm projecting him as chalk. People got to stop talking about these guys. That's Christoph. that's our job. We're the only honest people out there, motherfuckers. Right? Come on. Jeez. All right, so Ventura, Ventura, my overall model. 19th putting model ranks 32nd scoring model ranks number 11th approach ranks 23rd i don't think i mentioned him in the betting segment most definitely gonna bet ventura to top five top 10 not gonna bet him to win don't think he can do it um but let's hope for like three solid straight days i don't think he could put four together to win this thing so um and of course he's top 25 in my confidence man he's 7200 bucks why why not why not right yeah you mean you have to so looking at ventura in terms of his like his recent form Christopher, he doesn't really have any stats like regarding Bermuda, so so we're we're looking at like kind of the unknown here, whether he's a good or bad Bermuda putter. So there is risk, and that's where I would say like mitigate him as a core play, just because there's so much unknown about Bermuda. And it, and here's the thing, like when you look at putting, like bent greens, Bermuda greens, Poa, people don't understand why Bermuda is so tough. And it's because the grains all just move in different directions that affect ball speed. Yep. So, like, this could really mess with the golfer's mind, especially on a pro course. But, recent form, 52nd at Corrales, 7th at Safeway, 37th at Wyndham. Why not? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Uh, Anyone else in this 7K range before I uh, spit out my spoiler to everybody? Uh, I like posting. You already mentioned him, kind of. Uh, Tringale. I like Cam Percy, Percy at seventy two hundred. He has great course history here. Um, he got an eleventh last year, thirty fourth in twenty eighteen, fifteenth uh, in twenty sixteen, 
he grades out for me, oddly enough, number seventh overall in the model, which I, I love that because when that happens, I feel like I did something wrong, but usually it's been paying off well in the 7K ranges. This is where I was on all over Corey Connors the first half of the season when he's 7K. He struggles on Bermuda, but you know it's, he's shown that not to have any effect on him here, and he's coming off an eighth at Corrales, so in great form. After And before that, he got 23rd at Safeway, so he's getting better and better. He, he can squeak one across here. So I like Cam Piercy. Yeah, it's a good call. My, uh, my 7K sleeper here. Uh, he's not even a sleeper. He just burned everyone last week, and I'm just going to go <laughs> right back to him. That's Johnny Vegas, man. I, I know. I know. And everyone's going to say that. Like, I saw it last week. I'm not buying that again. But the fact is, he's got a miscut here. He's also got a tied for fourth here. But that's the thing you get with the guy with the most badass name in PGA Golf. Right? True. You, yeah, you, know. you get a player who should always be in the 6K range who is either going to come out on fire. I don't know if he can win. I don't know if, like, I know he can top 10. I don't know if he can win, but that's okay at 7K range. But you look at him, man. Just putting on Bermuda, he's solid. He's 11th in opportunities gained in the field, 23rd in birdies or better gain. In my whole fantasy national model, ranks third overall. Damn. I'm willing to run the risk here with Johnny Vegas on this course with Bermuda putter. Like, which is his best putter, even though he's a shit-ass putter. Like, I'm going to do it. I'm coming back to a low-owned Johnny Vegas because people don't do it. And I, I almost did the same thing with Will Gordon, but I'm not going to do it with him. That guy's just... <laughs> he's just off. Yeah, I know that. He's awful on Bermuda, but... um, Yeah. No. I pass. I pass on that. No thank you. All right. Please and no thank you. All right. Anybody else? Are we going to go... Uh... No, I'm uh, I'm done with this range. They suck. No, I just got nobody else. All right, let's uh, let's can't do it. Yeah. No. 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 Hell no. Can't do it. So this is everyone's favorite signature segment from the cut line can't do it won't do it these are golfers that are going to garner double digit ownership that we can not play can't do it hence the name of the segment i love that intro i want you to go first this week i usually go first well i like when you go first oh you want me to go first i will if you want no i'll go first um Basically, these are ownership plays, and I'm going to have a more dead set schedule on one of them come Wednesday when I'm building. But my first can't do it for sure is Scotty Scheffler at 11-4. Even on Wednesday, I don't think I'm going to change my mind on him. I've played this game before with Scotty Scheffler on Bermuda Greens, and it's a vicious one to play. The guy looks like he's going to have like just a scoring weekend, and then he starts putting, and it's terrible. And I just... Don't want to deal with it here at $11,400. He's still going to be almost 20% owned because of his pedigree. He's certainly the best golfer in this field recently. I still think Sung Jae overall is a better golfer, but, you know, whatever. Um, scoring model number one, approach model number two for me. But that putter on Bermuda is god-awful, and... At 11-4, you need him to win or top five, and I'm willing to run the risk of variance that it won't happen. Scotty Scheffler, can't do it. I completely, 100% and on board with you there. I, I can't do it either, and I'm glad you picked him because I didn't want to have to talk about it because I agree. Okay, and the second guy who I might flip on, and I know I hate doing that. It's it's like a cop-out. but It is a cop-out. But it's... It's it's Sam Burns. Like if Sam Burns becomes next weekend's Will Gordon and gets up to close to thirty percent, I'm just not gonna play him. And if if no. that chalk burns me, that burns me. How how am I gonna vary it, vary my lineup anyway with a guy who's ninety eight hundred and thirty percent owned? Like you can't. You can. I mean, it's PGA. You can. No. no. But it's just you don't want to. You don't. So. Sam Burns, as of right now, 
can't do it. Hopefully that ownership starts trailing somewhere else, someone more popular, and uh, lowers some of that ownership. Precisely. No, I won't have. I, I can't. I can't do Stan Burns this week. I like him, and I see why people want to be on him. But at some guys that are priced up this high, I just can't get on board with because it ain't happening. And Sam Burns is is at that level. All right. So who else do you like or don't like? You know, I'll go against the the world here, and I was a big fan of him last weekend, and I would have played all of him, but I'm not a fan this week, and that's Will Zalatoris at ten two. He's going to be way over on. People are going to be like, oh my God, this guy is the next the next best thing. I get it. Eighth at Corrales, sixth at the U.S. Open, second on, and then go back to some Corn Fairy stuff. And he's on four weeks straight, four straight weeks of playing where he's made the weekend and done extremely well in top 10. You know, but you know, it's eventually going to run out. And I think this is where it does it. I think he's going to come in overconfident. I think he's priced way too high. Like all these other events that he played in, he was lower. Like, if you played him, great. You got super value for what, what he was priced at. But now you're paying 10-2 for a guy that either has to like top three or win this thing to pay off his salary. And I just don't think he does it here. I think it's an easy course. Sure, he'll probably play well. But you're going against elite golfers that are going to see this course and just eat his lunch. So I don't think he comes anywhere near the top four. I don't think he comes into the top five either. Um, but I he has to do better than that to pay off 10-2. And I don't think he does it. Needs to be way too overowned. I love him as his potential in the future. I just don't think this is the week that I want to play him. You need Zalatoris. I I can't I can't I can't side with you on this one. I mean, this is this. Come on, everybody's gonna have him. We'll see, right? I mean, no oh, man, no way. Get you out. can't go. He was twenty one and a half percent on last week. You don't think he's gonna be like close to double that? No. This field is ter- like this pricing is terrible. If you take Zalatoris, you have to automatically go down to like the the lower nines or upper eights, and then you're gonna get people that play like the same golfers. You're gonna get Zalatoris, Pat Perez, Henrik Stenson. No, 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 no. You're gonna have the same that is not, as that is not no, other people. No, that is not how lineup builds are starting this week. Oh, lineup builds geez. this week, if you're gonna start with the 10k range, are starting at the top two. Like, don't get me wrong. I get what you're saying about Zalatoris, but people are starting with Chef and they're starting with Sungjae. Those are names. Those are tour names. Those are guys who have won on tour. You got Scheffler, who's an incredible golfer, ball striker, rookie of the year of PGA. You got Sungjae M. People don't have the data we're looking at. No one is paying 11-4 for Scotty Scheffler. Yes, they are. 20% are. You guys are all of you are high. All You're high. You're high saying nah. that Will Zalatoris isn't worth it. You shouldn't be playing anybody above 10 2 in this, in this oh, lineup. Oh, Jesus. Here we go. <laughs> I'm glad. I know. And the fact that Louis out sucks even more because so many more people are now going to play. He's, his ownership is going to be 30% minimum. 30? He was 21 and a half. There's only three guys above him now. 30. Two. 30. There's two 30. guys above him. 30. Who are you going to play? 30. Who are you going to play? The guy who's back-to-back top 10 or... They're not going to... If you're going to go this 10K route, you're going to more than likely go Stars and Scrubs, and we'll get this to the MG and guarantee, like the 6K range. But it's not like guys are are looking and eager to play J.J. Spawn, Bronson Burgoon, and... What what do you have as ownership? What what is What is your... First run through? Which yeah. is I eh, eh, I got him at fifteen percent. Oh, double it. But then, like, so then, who's who am I going to take it away from? Like, you're going to take away ownership from you're Burns? Gonna, all the guys that were going to play Louis are going to play Zalatoris. All. Of them. How much was Louis? I don't even have him much. Ten, ten eight, ten eight. He's smack in the middle of Scheffler and Sanjay. <sighs> we'll see. We'll see. Better idea tomorrow. No. To go back to it. Will Zalatoris can't do it. <laughs> oh, you you mentioned that. All right. Th- that's it for me, though. It was those. No, it's all. Th- 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 those were the two. I, I, I'm i not going to buy the Will Zalatoris. Yeah, I guess if Zalatoris gets to 35%, 30%, like you're claiming he's going to get. 30. 30%. Fine. Yeah, you can't do that. But still. 
like some of your rationale for not playing him though is is unfair and unwarranted. What is unwarranted? The guy's been playing in in this field the best golf hands down. Four week he's this is four weeks in a row bouncing all over the place. This has not been bouncing all over the place. What are you what are you talking about? Bouncing what are you talking about? Six, eighth at Corrales, sixth at the US Open. No, no, no. I meant like traveling. Who cares? He travels oh, all the time. Geez. He's on the Corn Ferry Tour. Oh, That's geez. all they do. He's in... They just travel everywhere. They rent a car and drive somewhere. Oh god. I don't really know how they how they travel down into the <laughs> down into the 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 Caribbean, oh, but you know. I mean, come on, dude. This guy has been playing. Th- this, this is guy the guy. Nonstop golf. Yo, this is the guy who finished ninth at the CC De, De Bogota Championship. Okay, fourth at the U.S. Open. Not the U.S. Open. <laughs> the Corn Ferry U.S. Open. Right. That's very important to mention. First at the TPC Colorado Championship. Right. At the real U.S. Open, finished sixth. Yep. Where he ran like God, but okay. And then 19th at the Corn Ferry Tour Championship, man. Come on, dude. This guy's a player. There is no doubt in my mind that he is going to be a a phenomenal golfer. However, this is an easy course where guys aren't going to make mistakes. He is going to make mistakes. (laughs) Okay. He doesn't have the experience. He doesn't. All those other courses, he's probably played... A million times. He has not played Wingfoot with one time. With the exception of Corrales. Uh, okay, let's just... We're, we're going on. We're going to the... Uh, 30% this, he misses the This cut. show's getting... Way, no, no, I'm sorry. He doesn't miss the We spent way too cut. much time arguing about Will Zalatoris. Uh, let's right. do it. MG, MG guarantee. Let's move on. <laughs> All right, let's move Get me the hell... Get me out of here. Jesus. Oh, my Lord. I got too many. I got too many Zalatoris. If yeah, we got to do the intro for MG. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! All right, set the intro while I get my thoughts in order. <laughs> Martin Pillar. He is a monster. He is a monster. Miscut. Miscut. Martin Pillar. I guarantee he will make the cut. Martin Pillar. Miscut. Miscut. I guarantee he will make the cut. Martin Pillar. <laughs> a monster. I guarantee he will make the cut. So this is the monsters a guarantee. Where Zach and I will look at the 6K range and pick our monster. Our player to finish in the top 20. Is it top 25 or top 20? Yes. No, it's 25. Our monster, 6K range player to finish in the top 25. And our guarantee, our 6K player to guarantee to make the cut. Oh, and Will Salatoris is not in the 6K range, so we're not going to talk about him anymore. But should be. Hey, man. <laughs> oh, Martin Pillar was your guarantee at one time, so you always get the honor in this in this in this segment. This is your That's fine. This is your That's fine. This is your stuff, dude. That's fine. I'll take my guarantee. Adam Shank. Sixty seven hundred. Oh good. Three three years straight running made the cut. Thirty six really? T seven. Forty Yeah, man. He's thirty six last year, T seven in twenty nineteen, and T forty three in twenty eighteen. I don't care. He also got he made the cut at, at the Corrales. Made the cut of the Safeway. He made the cut in Northern Trust. The last three events he played. The dude is the key rate. He gets 48th in my model. He sucks at birdie or better game. But you know what? He, he doesn't have to. He doesn't have to be good to make the cut. He's just making it. He's making the cut. Adam Shank. Really stepping out on a limb there, Mr. Like 20% own Adam Shank. Okay. What? Get real. He's not going to be 20%. Dude, he's. The dude can't score. 6K chalk donkey right there. 67. Oh, God. No. Yeah. We think it's like 15, 16%. Yeah. So you're already guessing it because you know I'm right. <laughs> you know I'm right on this too. <laughs> Whatever. All right. Adam Shane. All right. My my guarantee is Mr. Scott Stallings. Oh, okay. What do you mean, okay? You tell me he's picking. Okay. Hey, he's 6,600. 
he's he's just middle of the road kind of like looking at like his stats on Bermuda. You know, he's 43rd in putting from 10 to 15 feet, 57th in strokes gain, T to green, 27th overall in Bermuda putting. So I like that. But when we look at the tournament history for Mr. Scott Stallings, if I could find it again. Tied for 28th, tied for 39th, tied for 43rd, miscut, tied for 28th. So that is four of five. And he's my guarantee, man. Scott Stallings. Love it. All right. That's not terrible. It's not terrible. Monster. All right. So here's the thing. Oh, here we go. I love this guy. He just hasn't played a lot recently. He hasn't played very good recently. But despite that, he finished sixth here in 2020. And he finished T20 in 2016. He withdrew in 2018, so I'm not counting. Most recently, he missed a cut at the Wyndham. He is 41st at the Rio Open and 61st at the Workday. Hasn't played a whole lot, but he has shown the ability to come out and just dominate this course when he does play. And that, my friends, is Mr. Bronson Burgoon at 6,600. I can't rattle off his stats because they're not very good on Bermuda fast courses, but he is good on calm wind and easy courses and he's a decent Bermuda putter which all three of those things are coming into play this week because we shouldn't have a lot of wind it's an easy course and it is of course Bermuda so I like Burgoon top 20 I'm sorry yeah top 25 or better Bronson Burgoon I haven't played him in a very long time but I think this is where I want to get back I mean there's a reason you haven't played him in a long time he hasn't played him much and he's not very good no he's not but he has moments of greatness. And the only moment of greatness he's had in like the last two and a half years has been at Sanderson Farms. All right, so I'm really going on a limb with my monster here this week. This is a guy who has not had success here. He's missed one cut and finished in the top 50. And that's Mark Hubbard. Ooh, back to the well. Yeah, what well? I've never gone to Hubbard. Come on, man. Hubbard missed. Hubbard last played at the U.S. Open, missed the cut, but did gain strokes putting. So that's good to see because he gained strokes somewhere on that god awful course that just ate everyone alive. But um, the thing I like about Mark Hubbard is that he's a, he's a decent enough putter on Bermuda, and in terms of like approach, birdies are better gained, opportunities are gained. He just kind of middles in that average top forty, top fifty. So here I'm just hoping for uh, like a hot putter from Hubbard. And that'll ideally create like the ability to to hopefully score and do well. On my overall stat ranking, he ranks 32nd. Aggregate model ranks 17th. 27th on my putter ranker. And, of course, where, where we talked about his, his, his struggles as a golfer come in the approach game and off the tee game, which I'm not weighting very highly anyway, so I'm okay with that. 18th in my scoring model. Hubbard's interesting here. Uh Historically, on courses like this, he ranks in the top 35. So I'm going to do it, man. I'm, I'm going to call Mark Hubbard as my monster. Why was Mark Hubbard 31% owned at the Safeway? I don't know. I just, I was curious to see where he was going to show up. And he's never been over seven, but for some reason he was 31% in GPPs. And he missed the cut. But I just. I don't know why. I think you're looking at uh, Will Gordon, that douchebag. No, no. It's Mark Hubbard. Oh, because he made like 10 cuts in a row. Okay, I get it. Makes sense. So, yeah, I'm going to go to Hub. Other other guys All right. Other guys that I like in this range, Kyle Stanley, Duffner, um, you talk Shank. Uh, Norlander, Hogue, Mark Hubbard, obviously, like I mentioned before. Scott Percy, Aaron Wise. I like Scott Percy. Aaron Wise. Like, like your normal names that you're going to play in this range, right? Keith, I like JJ Spawn. Keith Mitchell, Naismith. Um, what about Davis Riley, man? He keeps popping up everywhere I kind of look. Yeah, I, yeah, I see it. I can see it. I, I don't, I don't have him, but I can see one. Six, I like Kevin Chapel, sixty-seven hundred for Davis Riley. I, I think he's priced right. Yeah, you know, coming off the Corn Ferry Tour. He's a young, eager golfer, 23 years old, young guy, so he's going to be bound to make mistakes. But Oh, but Zalatoris can't make a mistake. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather play Davis Riley over Zalatoris. Dude, Davis Sorry, Riley won the TPC San Antonio. 
Yes. Won the Panama. Right? He's got two wins on Corn Ferry. He's tied for six yep. at the Bear. Like, I think he's a solid play here. I think he's a better play than Zalatoris. He's probably a better play than Mark Hubbard, and he should be my monster, but whatever. He probably should be. I'm, I'm talking about him now, so I guess it doesn't matter. I'm just saying he has more wins on the Corn Ferry Tour than Zalatoris this year, so. Just saying. Just saying. Davis Riley, don't sleep on him, ladies and gentlemen. Do not sleep on Davis Riley. Anyone else? Anyone else? 6K range you want to mention? I like JJ Spawn. Yeah. JJ Spawn! That's about it. You mentioned everybody else. I like uh, Piercy. I like Piercy a lot. Um, that's really it. Okay, cool. All right. Yeah. Is there another intro? I don't want to. I'm afraid to jump the gun too excited. Uh, no, this is just. Shiner! This is just when uh, we're told that, uh, you know, seven, eight quick ones are. All you men are all like, you know, that one? That little. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's all right, it. let's do it. All you men are all alike. Seven or eight quick ones, and you're off with the boys to boast and brag. You better keep your mouth shut. Oh, I think I love him. All right, so that's a wrap. It's over. The cut line is over. The Sanderson starts up this Thursday. Lineups lock early. Right? I think so. Something like I think that. it's Midnight East Coast time. Uh, make sure you join us next week as Zach and I break down the Shriners. Shriners. At TPC Summerland. Big shout out to Fantasy National, PJ Tour, and of course, a many thanks to Fanshare Sports. But our most gratitude, our biggest thanks goes out to you, the listener. And for all the time and commitment that you give to us, we give back to you. Thank you so much. We appreciate your support. Give us a like. Give us a love about iTunes or whatever medium and mode that you listen to us. All of them. Zach, I want to thank you for another fantastic kick-ass show. You always bring the ruckus. Bring the pain. Awesome work as usual. Couldn't do it without you. Even though I did it last week without you, it absolutely sucked. You did very well. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That'll do it for the cut line. Go and get that green. See you later.